hello there, friend. And how are you doing today? I certainly hope you're doing well, and I I hope you're uh, ready to sit back, relax, and listen to some jazz. Welcome, once again, to the show that never ends. This is Songs and Stories, Supplemental Jazz Edition, Part 67. Moving along, 67 episodes, 67 hours plus of jazz, Songs and Stories, Something to listen to on a long road trip, perhaps. Now, I admit the first couple of shows did start off as kind of a lark. And I was trying to do my best imitation of uh, Hot Lips Harry from the Flintstones. If you've listened to the first two episodes, you'll know what I mean. I start them off by saying, Scoodaloo-wah-wah-wah. You may have to be a certain age to get that reference, but that's okay. This is a jazz show. I don't expect that there's a lot of zillennials or millennials listening to this program, but that's okay. If you love jazz, you come to the right place. Today I'm going to start off with a composition from the unbelievably talented and uh, soon to be a superstar in the jazz world. Well, I, you know, I shouldn't say soon. She really is a jazz superstar right now. The talented, lovely... Connie Hahn from her 2020 album, Iron Starlet. She has a new record coming out very soon titled Inara. This is The Forsaken. Thank you. 
talented ingenue that is Connie Hong. From a family of musicians in Los Angeles, California, one of the most gifted uh, players on the jazz scene today. Now, Connie was taught to play the piano at a very young age, and at the age of 14, she became interested in jazz. And, well, lo and behold, we're luckier for that because, wow, what a player she is. She released her debut album in 2015 at the age of um, 19. Yes, 19 years old, and she recorded a spectacular record titled um, The Richard Rogers Songbook, self-published. Now, she was on that with um, her, her uh, mentor, Bill Wysoski, and uh, Chris Colangelo also participated on that recording. Second record, Crime Zone, released in 2018, which did very, very well for herself and helped land her a recording contract. I should say, let me rephrase that. Her, her first album helped land her the recording contract for her second album, Crime Zone, which is on the uh, Mac Avenue Records label. She is a featured Star- Steinway artist as well and has been uh, talked about in jazz circles as someone to keep your eye upon for the f- future because, well, she is just simply that good. Iron Starlet, which that album was taken from, was released in 2020 and did very well for her. Now, her new record, Secrets of Inanna, is scheduled for release in late September of this year. I am... I'm looking at her gigs for this year, and there's nothing in this part of the world, well, this part of the country, I should say, or anything nearby. Uh, Most of her gigs are all throughout the western U.S., uh, California and Washington, uh, Vancouver, Washington, I should say, Vancouver, Washington, Kalamazoo, Michigan in December, which gets a little bit, little bit closer to us. And in May, May 6, 2023, she has a gig in Schenectady, New York, which is doable by car. It's about a five-hour drive from where I live in downtown Ottawa, Canada's capital. So, Theoretically, if I were to take some time off, I do believe that is the long weekend. May? Oh, no. Is it? Hang on a sec. No, May 6th. That's not a long weekend. So I would have to book uh, probably an extra day. Uh, I suppose I could travel down on a Saturday morning, check out the gig, and then venture back on the, the following day. That's doable, isn't it? I think so. Let's just check and see what the dates are. May 6th, 2023, is a, uh, it is a Saturday. Yes. So that, that's, that's feasible, possible, we'll see. I haven't ruled it out, but I haven't ruled it in yet either, right? Five hours, I suppose, yeah. It's like driving to Toronto, so not a big deal, really. It's just get up in the morning, drive down, find a hotel. Well, I suppose I'd book one in advance, of course, attend the gig. Maybe be lucky enough to get a photograph or perhaps a meet and greet. She's just an unbelievable player. And she's heavily influenced by McCoy Tyner, Chick Corea, Herbie Hancock, and Kenny Kirkland in a way of spirit and energy, not just mere reproduction of their, their style. Connie Hahn. Someone to keep your eye on for the very near and continuing future because she is a jazz dream. Okay. I thought I'd throw some Canadian content in today because I haven't played any in a little bit. Well, it's not true. I suppose I did have some Holly Cole a few weeks back, but um, I, I wanted to go with, with um, a woman I've been a fan of for a couple of years now, and, and she's been on the scene for quite a long time. She is also featured in the uh, all-female supergroup Artemis, which is a, a jazz supergroup, a, combi- a combination of jazz uh, female jazz artists from around the world who got together and recorded a spectacular record. I've featured that in the past, and I'll feature more of them in the future. But let's. Uh, this is from Renee's album... Uh, Kinds of Love, released in 2020. This is Passing Jupiter. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, Renee Rosnes from her 2021 release, not 2020, my mistake. Kind of Kinds of Love is the title of the album, and Passing Jupiter is the title of the composition. Now, Renee uh, originally hails from Regina, Saskatchewan. Her, her name is actually Irene Louise Rosnes, but she goes by Renee. I don't know why that is. I've never been able to find out an explanation, but eh, so what? She's a great artist, and I like her. I like her music. She's been on the scene since 1985, so that's 37 years now. My goodness gracious. New album, I think she's scheduled to release a new album in 2022, but I haven't seen it um, in its entirety. What what information there is to be about it, there's, there's very, very little right now. But that was off the Smoke Sessions label. Of course, Renee originally hails, like I said, from Regina. But she grew up in North Vancouver, B.C. She began taking uh, classical began taking classical music lessons when she was uh, a mere three years of age and started uh, showing interest in jazz as she got into high school. It was the, the, the school's band director, Bob Rebliati. I wonder if he's any, uh, any relation to Ross Rebliati, the Canadian snowboarder who won a gold medal under, well, incredible difficult circumstances when he won the medal and then got into a little bit of hot water because he failed his drug test when they discovered that he had um, marijuana in his system. Now, he had said that he had given it up, but he went to a party where he was probably exposed to secondhand smoke. Of course, when he got back to Canada with his medal, he said, hey, I brought back some gold, some British Columbia gold. There's a bit of a play on words for those of you who may understand what I'm talking about. I don't partake in the uh, particular herb, as I am allergic to it, but some people enjoy it, and hey, it's a perfectly legal product in Canada and throughout California and many states, so why would I judge? I mean, my goodness. I like alcohol, so I cannot pass judgment. Anyway, enough of that. No pontificating on my part. That's not what I do on this show. On this show, I tell you all about jazz. And Renee uh, was the host of Jazz Profiles, which was a show on CBC Radio. And she profiled a ton of Canadian jazz musicians. And many of them, uh, well, they got together and recorded some music. Now... Artemis, which is I, I have described as a jazz, all-female jazz supergroup, and it, it very much is, they, um, they first got together um, at the um, Oscar Peterson International Jazz Fest, which takes place uh, every February. And at, uh, at that particular um, uh, show, Renee was the both pianist and musical director of the septet that we did. That is Artemis. That's uh, that's when they got together at that uh, at that show. I, at, you know, my favorite player in, in history, the late great Oscar Peterson. Okay, I'm clearly stumbling over myself this morning, and that does happen sometimes. But you know, it is. Uh, I am only human. <laughs> Okay, before I stumble over my tongue anymore, and as you know, I don't like to do edits on this program because it's, it's all about spontaneity and over-exactness. I want this to be a free-form, free-flowing, real-life situation, and it very much is. So this next composition, uh, released last week, I don't have the exact date on, on when it was released. This is the single, Slosetta. Um, oh no, sorry, my apologies, it was released, yes it was, no, August 5th, so very, very new, brand new composition, it's only a mere three days ago, so it was just this past Friday, or past, yeah, two days ago, past Friday, this is Sunday, what am I thinking, my goodness gracious, this is <laughs> Slosetta, uh, Mike Kral Quartet, featuring Kurt Rosenwinkel, sit back, relax, and enjoy the jazz, my friends. Mm-hmm. 
Losetta. The single released just uh, two days ago by uh, Mike Kroll Quartet, featuring Kurt Rosenwinkel on guitar. Now, Mike Kroll is um, Mike M A I K Kroll, K R A H L. They are a German quartet, as I say they, because it is the Mike Kroll Quartet after all. Konstantin Kramer on piano. Jacob Kuhneman on bass, Fabian Roche on drums, and special guest Kurt Rosenwinkel on the guitar. Kurt being the lone American, originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He will be 52 in October of this year, and he's been active as a recording jazz guitarist and keyboardist since 1990. He's on the Verve and Artist Share record labels. He's been featured as a band leader on about 15 albums, and as a sideman, oh god, I can't even count. There must be at least 60 or 70, if not more. He is the elder statesman of the uh, that recording on song, because it is a quartet featuring him. He's been added in as the... Well, I mean, it's, it's a quartet plus one, which would make them a quintet, except he's not an official member of the band. He just... Uh, popped in to help out with that recording. He's featured on, uh, they, they have a full album coming up sl- uh, soon, but that is the uh, first single released from the record. Now, Mike is, uh, Mike, M-A-I-K, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, from Cologne, Germany, as I understand, and he still teaches jazz uh, trumpet um, at the Offen, Offen Jazz House School in Cologne. Hope I pronounced that correct. He's played all over the world, and um, I guess his first recording was back in 2015. Um, he was in a band uh, back then. Their first four albums were titled Primal Scream, State of Mind, Rich Beck Sweet, and Still Screaming. Um, okay. <laughs> interesting uh, interesting uh, album titles for sure. He is a young man. I don't even know how old he is. I think he's only about 32, maybe 33. Can't find a lot of information about him, but his music is certainly widely available to have a listen to. And as a as a composer and a, a teacher, he's somebody who should definitely be, you should keep your eye on. Now, admittedly, that composition is very much jazz fusion, which, as I understand, not a lot of people love. But sometimes I really like it. That particular composition, I very much enjoyed. Mike Crawl Quartet, featuring Kurt Rosenwinkel. Now, Kurt, as I said, um, hundreds of recordings, well, 75 recordings, I think, as a sideman, and about 15 or 18 as a band leader. His influences, well, John Coltrane, David Bowie, Joe Henderson, Charlie Parker, Keith Jarrett, Pat Metheny. Just to name a couple. Oh, along with a, a fellow Canadian you may have heard of before, Alex Lifeson. Yeah, the guitar player from Rush. Absolutely influenced by him. And you can certainly hear some of that in his playing. Very Alex Lifeson-like. I like, I like this gentleman's music. I like what I hear from this composition, and hopefully the rest of the album will be as avant-garde and, well, do I say in your face? Perhaps. I suppose I could. It's definitely that. Okay. I'm going to change it up just a little bit. Not a tremendous amount, but just enough to make you notice. (laughs) From the 2021 release, July of 2021. Was it July? Oh my goodness. Let me just check and see on that. Uh, You know, sometimes I get the dates mixed up because uh, it's just what I do. (laughs) sorry 2022 july 15th 2022 is the release date this is the latest album from catalyst this is titled jazz is dead 13 featuring uh, adrian young and ali shahid muhammad wanted to get the pronunciation correct this is um titled reflections
Dust from their latest release, Jazz is Dead 13. Now, if you're sitting there asking yourself, Jazz is Dead 13, what, what exactly is that about? Well, I'll tell you. Jazz is Dead is a record label, and not just a record label, it's a musical project um, developed by producers Adrian Young and uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad from A Tribe Called Quest. So what they've been doing is joining up with Legends of Jazz, titled The Label, and each album, Jazz is Dead, there is a 14th record that was just released as well. So, you know, they've been pretty um, pretty solidly releasing regular material. So Jazz is Dead, both a label and a series title on the Jazz is Dead label. Of course, that was Reflections from Catalyst from Jazz is Dead 13. So that gives you a little bit more background on, on why they called it that. I don't expect everybody to know that, but uh, yeah, there is a 14th album that just came out by another artist. Um, my goodness, I'm not sure. Uh, it's No, it's not released yet, actually. It should be released very, very soon. Jazz is Dead 13 was just released a few days ago, so you have to understand that uh, they are very quick to release the, uh, the catalog, but some artists just uh, haven't released anything just yet. Okay, that was a lot of babbling, wasn't it? Terrible, terrible of me. Let me tell you about the band, Catalyst. So Catalyst is made up of nine artists. Um, each one writes and records music on their own, as well as with the collective, Catalyst. Now, they collaborated with Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad for, you know, Jazz is Dead 13. But they've, um, Catalyst Collective is really kind of, poise themselves as, as, as the next breakout stars of uh, L.A.'s expanding jazz universe. So it's very much a West Coast jazz with a very fusion influence in there for sure. I mean, my goodness. Nine different members, all relatively young individuals as well. And, well, what can I tell you? They, uh, they are skilled musicians. Now, their debut album came out in 2014, and it was titled Nine Lives. Everything they have is available on both compact disc and vinyl, as well as, of course, every possible streaming service available, because when you're an artist today, you need to uh, find as many possible revenue streams as you can, because let's face it, it's not easy to earn a living today. So the, the, the band, Catalyst, the collective, they're part of uh, LA's new jazz renaissance, and, you know, they've been, they've been touring quite a bit since, uh, you know, they started in 2014. So that goes back eight years now. And each cat, which is what they call themselves, everybody's a member in the band, Catalyst. By the way, Catalyst is spelled K-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T, Catalyst. Why they chose that spelling, I do not know. But each uh, member of the band, each cat, writes their own solo material, and then everyone contributes and works together on each project, feeding off the communal energy. That's basically who they are. And they've influenced a lot of other artists out there as well, because they, they definitely have, um, well, a lot of influence. <laughs> their music, uh, let's see, the members of the band, Brandon Cordoba, L.A.-based pianist, producer, and composer. Brian Hargrove is a L.A.-based composer and pianist from uh, Dallas, Texas, and he went to USC's Thornton School of Music and the Annenberg School of Communication. Composer and arranger. David Otis from Downey, California, um, saxophone player, graduate from Cal State Northridge with a bachelor's degree in jazz studies. He has a master's degree from the extremely prestigious Thelonious Monk Institute of Jazz at uh, UCLA. Corbin Jones, um, arranger, multi-instrumentalist, plays well, French horn, tuba, sax, trombone, you name it. Any sort of wind instrument he plays. He's, uh, well, a leader in his own right, and he's, he's been featured at um, the Newport Jazz Festival and the Monterey Jazz Festival. 
Uh, he's also worked with Beyonce, Jay-Z, Lizzo, Lupe Fiasco, Gwen Stefani, and Kendrick Lamar, just to name a few. So a very talented uh, multi-instrumentalist. Jonah Levine, Grammy Award-winning musician, composer, and band leader. Uh, he's based in L.A. as well. Uh, pianist, keyboardist, uh, multi-instrumentalist. Emil Martinez, L.A.-based race, Grammy-nominated trumpeter, composer, arranger, and a graduate from the California Institute of the Arts with a Master's of Fine Arts, and a graduate from the Berkeley College of Music, and a Presidential Scholar recipient. Um, wow. To say that this gentleman is accomplished is an understatement. Ahmad Dubose-Dawson, percussionist, producer, and recording artist from the Central Coast of California, He's a rather kaleidoscopic uh, expressionist style of music from traditional African, Afro-Cuban, and world music, hip-hop, and jazz. Greg Paul, Buffalo-raised drummer, composer, and band leader based in L.A., graduated of the USC Jazz Studies Master's Program. And he, he tour- currently is touring the world with um, Kamal Williams, China Moses, Mark DeClive Lowe, and Henry Wu. Just to name a few. And the final member of the band, Marlon Spears. Professional bassist since 2006. So he played for a variety of artists across genres, ranging from uh, Sir to Lonnie Liston Smith. He's uh, performed at uh, South by Southwest, Coachella, the Walt Disney Concert Hall, and NYELA, along with the Staples Centers in Los Angeles. So all a, a large group with a very talented uh, group of musicians. Catalyst. Keep your eye on that band. They've got a lot of things to say. Okay. I have one more composition for you today. And this is by Jasmine Myra. This is um, off the album Horizons, released on July 15th, 2022. So some brand new jazz for you. This is Words Left Unspoken.
Winfield Hall sells. God Wanda Records label. It's recording artist Jasmine Myra. With her composition, Words Left Unspoken from the album Horizons, released um, July 15th, 2022. Some brand new jazz for you. Now, I don't know what to call that in, in the sense of what style of jazz it is. It's very sort of mystical, ethereal, soft and comforting. All of the above. Jasmine is a saxophonist, composer and band leader. She's based in uh, Leeds, England. On the, like I said, based, uh, are, are a Godwana, Gondwana recording, Godwana record label recording artist. Spit it out, Paul, you can do it. Fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, individual, talented musician, and uh, very much a very uh, highly respected band leader. She's very young, but nevertheless has the chops of somebody who's been playing for decades. Jasmine Myra. I admire Ms. Myra. Okay, that was a terrible attempt at a pun. It wasn't even meant to be a pun, it's just sort of a play on words. Anyway, I'm, I'm feeling miserably right now, and uh, I am I'm in need of another cup of coffee, it would seem. So, I'm going to sit back, relax to a coffee, and continue to listen to some jazz. I hope you've enjoyed today's show and the time we spent together. Until we meet again, my friends, I'll be back soon with another episode of Songs and Stories, Supplemental Jazz Edition. Until we meet again, wherever, you're in there, wherever you are in this world, I hope you're doing well. Take care. Bye.